What's going on, traders on out there? How you guys enjoying the market action today? It looks like we're still battling some green out there. Not, not doing too bad, at least. The bears are definitely running right now. We have the spy getting on up there. Right now we're up there towards 409, 410. We got up there towards the 41173 uh, today. Now let's see if we can recover the VWAP or will we get knocked right back down to take a look at the topics today. We'll be talking about the White House with semiconductor stocks and mentioning shipment uh, kind of regulations that are going to be changing. Uh, we'll take a look at the CME Fed Watch Group. We'll We'll talk about Twitter. Um, Bristol Myers coming in with some news today. Berkshire Hathaway, Oxy getting a little bit more there. Uh, Warren Buffett taking a little bit more Oxy. We'll talk about that. Goldman's credit cards and cutting some jobs out there. Um, also, of course, what was hot and what was not. We'll talk a little bit about Disney, JP Morgan, uh, Carvana. Um, we got Salesforce after the close for earnings. Gilead. Uh had some news today we'll talk about their news and then we'll talk a little bit about the nfl betting weekend and how that can go ahead and affect some betting stocks we'll talk about that welcome to stock market movers we're gonna have a little bit of a shorter show today don't have any guests on today so we're gonna make it a little bit shorter and more about you guys out there so do me the favor hit the like and let's get it started there are three ways to make a living in this business be first, be smarter, or cheat. I can't help you cheat, but I can give you the informational edge to help you succeed in the markets. Welcome to Stock Market Movers. All the market moving headlines and expert opinions every day. They say money is the oxygen of capitalism, and I want to breathe more than any man alive. All right, traders, let's keep it going here as we dive into the markets. I'm going to take a look here at the overall market, see where we're trading at right now. Looks like right there on the 410s. We're right around the VWAP there. Uh, if you take a look at the 15 minutes, it's going to look a little bit clearer. We definitely topped out over there around the 411.50s, then came back through that 411. So to me right now, 411.50s is the resistance here that we're looking at as we are starting to pull back on certain names. But if you take a look at the sectors and industries, everything is in the green except basic materials from the open. Overall, everything in the green, but basic materials coming down from the open. We'll see what's going on out there. And if you guys are new to the show, please hit the thumbs on up. Looks like we didn't have Benzinga Live today, so we want to build up some traffic. Do me the favor, hit the thumbs on up, and let's see if we can get some people to join up in here. All right, let's go ahead. Let's take a look. Apple, what is up with Apple? I'll take a look at that for you. Uh, definitely ripping through, letting us know that, hey, at least for right now, it looks like Apple's looking bullish here as it's pushing on up there past the 200-day and really looking strong. Um, why is this going up like this? I don't have any Apple news, but it looks like to me like something's going on in Apple. Right now, it's been really strong on the day. And overall, if you take a look at the SPY and you look at the leaders, leadership is something that I always look at. You can see Apple is really leading Amazon into the green today. Google is actually in the red. Tesla's into the green. Um, and then you got also UNH into the green. Microsoft is slightly into the green. But Apple really leading there with a 3.5 day. Not looking too bad. 
All right, let's get out of that. Let's talk about some news on out there. Of course, there's going to be a lot of focus all on the CPI data. That's going to change everything tomorrow. Let's just be honest. If it comes in hot, stocks will be at different prices. If it comes in light, stocks will be at different prices. At the end of the day, we will be at different prices tomorrow. But the question will be, will we get that spike? Will we get a spike down? Did we run into the CPI data? And now even a light number could get us a spike down? That, those are the questions that investors are starting to ask themselves. Now let's go into some kind of more micro outlook. Reuters reporting that the White House has planned to expand curves on U.S. shipments to China of chips and use of artificial intelligence and chip making tools. According to the report, the Commerce Department aims to publish regulations that are based on the rule communicated to KLM LAM research and applied materials. I was going to take a look at applied materials to see if it was going to go into the red today. You can see it even did a fake out towards the long side. When we were right here at VWAP, I was looking at NVIDIA taking out the lows and I was like, what are we doing here? This looks like an easy short to me, but it seems like some people are just not paying attention to this chip news. I feel like this is going to be bigger than what people think. At the end of the day, this to me is the new chip war that has been created and a lot on our part. Normally it's China starting the war on chips. Now we're starting the war on chips as we're hearing more and more mentions of curbing the shipments. I think this is something you're going to see China battle back and be like, well, this just doesn't seem fair economic-wise and global economic-wise on why you guys are now curbing the shipments I don't know. I think China's going to be pretty upset about this, but something to keep on your radar. All right. Of course, um, another thing that we'll get, of course, is everyone's looking at the interest rates. What happens in the FOMC meeting? That's going to be on the 21st. We're about a week and a half away from that, and we'll see what happens. I mean, this is going to determine a lot of what goes on in the markets but it's a battle on out there. And right now it's showing that 90% of uh, kind of the CME Fed tool is pointing towards a 75 basis point hike. I think this is kind of already expected. Now it's going to be, will we get something different from this? And will that percentage change tomorrow when we get the CPI data? Pay attention to this, traders. I feel like this is something that we all need to watch. Is It's saying 90% today. But what will be said after that CPI data release tomorrow at 8.30? So take a look at this before the market open tomorrow. I feel like you'll get a lot of insight on where the FOMC meeting is moving. And maybe that 90% changes down back to 50%. We don't know. We're going to pay attention to it. All right, let's keep going. Now, Twitter said on Monday that payments to the whistleblower um, did not breach the obligations there. And we talked about this a little bit with our guest uh, last week when we were talking about Twitter here. Now, let's take a look. Of course, this is coming on as the battle's on there. What will happen? Twitter shareholders actually holding a vote on Tuesday whether to approve or reject Musk's takeover bid. Of course, it makes sense for them to agree that they would take that as, of course, that would bring the price up on the stock. You're seeing it right now trade around 40, 41.40s. It's going to be something to keep on watch. Of course, we're not going to know much uh, what goes out of this. Of course, including the whistleblower to me doesn't really make sense because, yes, they did do the payout for the whistleblower, but also 
was said that the whistleblower kind of stated that the bots um, were kind of a known thing that, you know, this wasn't anything unexpected. And I think in the long run, I think Elon's lawyers are just pulling strings here, uh, similar to the way that Trump's lawyers are pulling strings, uh, strings. But we'll see what happens there in Twitter and the Elon Musk saga. All right, getting out of that, let's go to BMY as that's getting some lift. Bristol Myers and pulling on back here from the open. We'll see if this can continue making moves. But Bristol Myers definitely getting some lift today. And of course, this is coming off of an FDA approval for their plaque pariasis drug. Uh, some good numbers coming through there. It also showed superior efficacy of Amgen's uh, plaque pariasis drug. And so that's why Amgen is going down on this. And Bristol Myers got a good lift on this. This wasn't the only major stock kind of in the health that got some lift today. Let's go also towards Gilead as they revealed they settled a patient case in the HIV therapeutics with five gen genetic drug makers. And you guys can see here Gilead getting some lift today. It bounced up there towards 69. We'll see if this can continue running. This looks really good on the monthlies. As you're seeing a couple of bottoms now really starting to push. We'll see if this can get back up there through the 70s, getting up there towards 74. That's what I would keep on watch on the monthly outlook. Daily had it pushing to 69. It's pulling back now. We'll see if this can continue running. This is Gilead Science. All right, let's get out of Gilead. Let's keep going into some other topics on out there. Do want to go ahead and dive into the next topic we're going to get into is, of course, Berkshire Hathaway. Um, definitely uh, oil getting some lift today. You guys can take a look at the energy sector outlook. Let's go ahead and do that. Um, here's the energy sector. We are starting to get some lift. Some of these stocks didn't get as much lift today as I thought they would. Like Oxy is only up 2.2%, but we'll see if it really gets a push on up. Now it's starting to rebound a little bit. So we'll look how this closes. But XOM rebounding also today, but the best moves really came from other number, other players in, in oil today. Devon Energy, really getting some lift. 4% move up. I was watching this one on Friday as it was pulling on back, and it started really bo bottoming out here around the 68, 69, now starting to take some lead. This is one to keep on watch as we're really starting to get a nice little pushback. Devon Energy doesn't look too bad. Another one that I've been watching is EOG. And it's starting to push up again. And ConocoPhillips. So keep these on your radar. They do look strong. MRO also pushing up really strongly today. And that one really holding up its sideways action. Look at the 15-minute. Now it looks like it wants to take that next leg up. We'll see if Marathon Oil could end up up there towards 2750s. Definitely a strong stock right now. Uh, but Berkshire Hathaway, why did we get the lift? Well, of course, it came in with the Warren Buffett news that he's expanding the uh, stake here, the passive stake, from 21, 21.6% uh, 21 to 26.8%. So moving up. Remember, he has already the rights to get it up to 50%. So it really wasn't a massive increase. He's just slowly adding into the position. And I think he's looking for pullbacks to add. I think that pullback was a great pullback that we got on Oxy um, when we went down there towards 64 and 64.50s, 64. Now we're looking for it to bounce and close it on up, get back towards 70 and 75. We'll see if it can get back up there to the highs on Oxy. 
All right, catching up with the chat, getting out of some of this oil talk. What is being talked about out there? What's up out there, guys? What is on your radar today? I'm going to keep going through some headlines out there, and we're going to definitely leave a little bit of room for some ticker time today. So if you guys got a ticker that's on your mind, feel free to throw it up in the chat. All right, let's keep going through some other other headlines that are on out there, and then we'll go into what was hot and what was not. All right, let's get out of this. Let's go towards the Disney headlines. And so Disney uh, coming out with some headlines for Third Point and also coming out with some headlines from their D23 Expo. Nothing that I think is really, you know, changing or something massive. But the, the, the interesting point was given here by Third Point's hedge fund manager, Dan Loeb, indicated in a tweet that he's no longer pushing Disney to spin off ESPN. I think this is an important uh, outlook because why was he thinking about it for Disney was of course is ESPN's gambling aspect and would they bring kind of that gambling sports gambling aspect to ESPN and of course if they're going to bring that would they have to separate the companies to kind of keep ESPN it's by itself and the sports betting away from the Disney action I think what they kind of went to an understanding is that ESPN can still do this without separating from Disney. And they want to keep ESPN in there because, of course, of the profitability and kind of helping the numbers. So they don't want to pull it apart. Something that I keep on watch here would be if we do see a development in ESPN about betting. Right now, they really haven't taken the big step into it. They do have betting shows that kind of lean them into that content, but nothing that is really substantial saying that they're going to open up their own betting platform, which is what I think is the major move to do here. I mean, at the end of the day, this could be a massive move for them. We'll see if they actually go ahead and do it. Um, now about the D23 Expo for Disney, um, some things that were talked about, new character meet and greets. Um, there's a six cruise ship in the Disney fleet called the Disney Treasure. Uh, they also got the Blue Sky Project, which, ima it, which imagines an area behind Big Thunder Mountain. Um, this is something to keep on watch. This is for Magic Kingdom in Orlando. And also, of course, they're going to keep kind of pushing on trying to bring back in-park experiences such as uh, theatrical performances and nighttime events at Disneyland. We'll see what happens there. Disney getting a little bit of a lift today. All right, what's going on out there, Quentin? We got Hodo. Hodo, been weeks since I've seen you money. I got you, Hodo Strategies. We got to find some new trades here. Uh, Tonerman, definitely NU. I'll get to it when we can go ahead and do some ticker times. Pan W split in two days. Good idea there, Easy. I was looking at those stocks bouncing. So good one to keep on your radar. All right, let's keep going here. Let's go towards the next headline. Uh, let's go to JP Morgan as they have agreed uh, to acquire payment startup uh, JPM here. They acquired Renovit uh, to fend off threats from fintech firms, including Stripe and Block. This is coming from a report from uh, CNBC this morning, and it got some lift. It's continued some strength. Of course, this has actually turned around pretty significantly in the last four days. Now the question is, has it gone up too much too fast? And I think that, yeah, you're starting to run into some resistance. Can we get to the 124? We'll see right there. But definitely JP Morgan with a nice run in the last couple of days. All right, let's go ahead. Let's get into some other headlines that are on out there. Do we got any more before we get into what was hot and what was not? 
I'll leave the DKNG and the gambling news for a little bit after what was hot and what was not. Let's go ahead. Let's dive on into what was hot and what was not today. Let's take a look. All right, this is the segment where we go ahead and take a look at what was moving on out there in the day. Consumer cyclical leading us up today. Didn't expect to see this have another day into the green, but there you have it. A lot of strong stocks today. Auto parts stocks getting some lift here. Recreational vehicles getting some lift. Hog, look at the Harley Davidson push lately. This is not a bad looking stock there as it's pushing on up through the highs. The question is, will this continue to push? I mean, it's held the 200-day on the daily here and now pushed back up. Hasn't been a bad one. Looks like someone's driving a Harley. You guys let me know what you guys see out there. Apparel manufacturing having a good time. Resorts and casinos having a good day up. MGM continuing to lift. I think this has to do with some of the betting news that we're going to talk about that will be coming on up, but something to keep on watch, right? Will these kind of get the lift there? Caesar getting some lift, LVS, and it could be maybe lockdowns in China coming to a close. All right, communication services bouncing back. Stocks that I was watching here were T-Mobile and Verizon because they were so oversold. These stocks last week were as low as nine on the RSI, bouncing back here now towards 36. So definitely doesn't mean that it's going to get all the way back, but definitely a bounce back in Verizon and T-Mobile. Um, T-Mobile and AT&T here. So not looking bad there. T-Mobile, I think, turned around. Yeah, they turned around. They have some big resistance above it. This could start pulling back here through the 43s. I know we were looking at this last week. Looks like it's starting to break down. Uh, energy, energy bouncing back today. We've talked about that already with some oil stocks. So I'm not going to go into too many names there, but definitely keep it on your watch. Even the smaller names like uh, Tell. Tell was having a good week last week. Let's see if we get a bounce back eventually to come back up through five and keep this one on your radar. I, INDO bouncing back a little bit. Will these get the run again? We'll see what happens there. Keep them on watch. Some oil and gas names. All right. What is down today? Down from the open is actually basic materials are down today. And so what was read there? Well, agricultural inputs turning around really fast. Uh, MOS, Mosaic, I don't know what happened there and why we we're down so fast in Mosaic, but man, that was a hard turnaround to the downside continuing here in different stocks here. CF also trades really closely to MOS and you saw NTR, also the leader in the cap, really turn around also. So it just doesn't look good here for the agricultural input stocks. I'm trying to see if there was any MOS news that really brought this down here. Let me just take a quick look here at my Benzinga Pro, see if I caught anything here. Looks like we have a headline here that says, shares of fertilizer companies are trading lower. The sector has gained recently in supply constraints due to high gas prices, which lifted fertilizer prices. Gas prices have pulled back recently, and Ukrainian counteroffensive in Kafari could be also helping ease some of the long-term supply concerns as you're seeing these kind of get the push on up. Looks like the action, of course, in oil affecting the fertilizer stocks as they would get, of course, easier kind of fertilizers at lower gas price. So there you guys see it. it definitely down today after kind of seeing those hard turnarounds. 
MOS was one that I was looking to see if it was going to come back to 60. It does not look like it wants to do so right now. Coal also coming down today. I was looking to see if BTU was going to come back to 24s and above. It's rejecting that move right now. It doesn't look good. Steel pulling back a little bit. This one's still on my radar longer term. So we're going to look to see if these can pull back and kind of continue the lead. But steel doesn't look too bad. Lately, it's been pretty good here on Cleveland Cliff and X. Um, you could see that we took off last week. But the question is, can we get back above the 26 for like X? That's something that I would keep on my radar. All right, what's going on out there? I see you guys in the chat. If there's anything on your mind, keep it up. We'll definitely make sure that we touch it. All right, um, industrials is actually one of the kind of, you know, the, the least strong sector because to tell you the truth, it's been a strong day towards the upside. Um, so what's doing well here? Let's take a look. Trucking getting some lift there and railroads getting some lift. We talked about the railroads in pre-market prep. Will we get the railroad strike? It looks like it's probably not going to come through, but that didn't mean that these weren't going to get the run. They definitely got some good push CNI. Probably one of the best ones there, really getting some nice lift. CSX is another one that I've been watching. They're all kind of pointing towards the upside, so keep these ones on your radar. They're definitely pointing up, the railroads, and we'll see if they take, they take another step up. Airlines doing well lately. These are doing pretty decent. I mean, I'm not going to lie. They are coming back. Now, the only question I have is, will these kind of turn around with the CPI data tomorrow? All right, let's keep going here. We got about, eh, I will let you guys know, we're going to wrap on up early today. We're going to probably go towards 1.30. Uh, we don't have any guests today, so just want to go ahead and kind of cover the, the market, the intraday action for you guys, and then get on out of here. Um, let's go into a, a trade that I was keeping a watch on, which was the DraftKings trade, right? And so this is now got up there towards the 18. We were watching for a pullback to 16. It's actually got towards around 15.50 and then even came down towards 15.11s. I probably would have been risking off 15s, but looking for a move back up towards the resistance. For me, that was 18.41 and a move until 18 today probably would have got me out, but not a bad trade there on DraftKings. If you're looking for an NFL weekend type of trade, right? Started on Thursday for the run. And if you can take a look here, this is Wednesday, this was Thursday, and look how we've made a move in the last three days since the opener. And I was talking about it on Wednesday, the day before, looking into the opener, of course, as Thursday morning would come, we'd probably already see the stock getting a nice little lift and not a bad move there in DraftKings. Now, of course, uh, there was some other news that I got from this. So I pulled out some statistics here. Um, and this came from, uh, this actually came from GeoComply Statistics. And so uh, this is something that I wanted to keep on watch to see what would happen in some sports uh, and the gambling numbers. And here were some of the data that they gave. So the opening weekend of the NFL was an unbelievable start, according to figures released by Geolocation and fraud specialist GeoComply. Geolocation volumes shot up 71.5% from 61.1 million in 2021 to a record 103.1 million for the NFL opening weekend 2022. So we're definitely shooting on up there. And what does this mean? That there was more people 
of course, on the platforms, looking at these betting sites. And so to me, this is something that we definitely got to keep on watch as we continue to see, you know, kind of uh, everybody that was in sports gambling and they probably did it in some offshore uh, sports books and things like that. As you're seeing the option come closer towards home, of course, in states that is legal, you're seeing more and more betting coming through. This shows me more and more. And like I say, as states by state legalize sports gambling, you're going to see what more to the bottom of the line. So keep on watch. DraftKings is starting to kind of transition away from just doing nothing but promotionals to actually looking at profitability. So keep it on your radar. I'm not saying that, you know, this kind of recent run is going to continue running towards, let's say, 20s or 22s. I honestly think we'll even get a little bit of a pullback. But if we can continue getting weekend numbers that keep showing increases in betting, who knows? Maybe the demand is back enough to see DraftKings come up and start pushing back. Definitely something that I'm going to keep on watch. And sometimes it's as easy as to look through this trade because we got this trade at 1380s, 1380s in the preseason starter. And that's what really kind of drove this first run. Now we've seen a second drive into the NFL season. Let's see if we can actually get it back towards 20. I don't feel like it's going to do so. I feel like it's still going to pull back and hang out in between here. But it's not a bad one to keep on our radar. All right, time to take some stocks from the chat. It's time for a little bit of ticker time. You guys in the chat, throw up some tickers. If you guys have anything you guys want me to check on out, I'm here for you guys now. Let me know what to check on out so uh union pacific definitely not a bad one to keep on watch our carvana is the one that i wanted to I actually had the news there and didn't cover it i'll cover it there i saw you easy talk about carvana so let's take a look here piper sandler upgrading here uh piper sandler upgraded carvana here even though you know of course we've been seeing kind of a pullback from used vehicles especially from the inflation side. Uh, but P Piper Sandler upgraded struggling Carvana shares from overweight to neutral. We know that the rising interest rate uh, are risk, but we know that bankruptcy is a real possibility. Uh, but uh, Carvana is now one-tenth as valuable as it was 12 months ago. And after running a detailed sensitivity analysis, we think that many realistic scenarios suggest that Carvana is grossly undervalued, says analyst Alexander Potter said from Piper Sandler. So he's taking his shot on Carvana, Carvana getting some lift today. But I'll be I'll be honest. I don't know if they see what is really on out there. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think. I think the used cars are going to suffer for a little while after this, especially as you're starting to see what new car sales suffer. What's going to probably happen there? There's going to be incentives for newer cars and not so much incentives for used cars as you're starting to see what, of course, the inventory come back on for the new cars. And you're going to see a lot of electric push, right? And a lot of electric vehicles aren't used vehicles. Let's just be honest. They're usually newer vehicles. So I, I'm just not so sure about how they feel about Carvana. But, I mean, hey, if they did their analysis there and they see it as a value play, not bad. But when you tell me we know the bankruptcy is a real possibility, not a stock that I want to invest in. But to each his own, 
Piper Sandler's analyst coming in here. All right, let's go ahead. Let's take a look at some of those stocks that you guys are throwing on up. Uh, we added advanced auto parts as well. That's not a bad one to take a look at. Uh, used parts are a little bit more in need, and that's always going to be something that's need. Also, a lot of people bought used vehicles that you know were super expensive. Probably a lot of those used vehicles starting to break down. It's not a bad one to keep on watch, auto parts. Fubo, ready to fly? I wouldn't know about that, but I'll take a look there. Uh, daily chart, not looking too bad there. It is trying to get a little push into the $5. I think this one really needs to kind of hear how Fubo's betting needs are being met because that's really what needs we need answers, and we need something more from Fubo. It just seems to me lately like uh, Fubo could be a, a target for acquisition, but other than that, I don't see too much in the business. All right, let's keep going. If you guys got tickers, throw it on up, and I'll definitely cover it here. INM, not a bad one to keep on watch. Biotech, getting some lift here. All right, that definitely had some reversal action there. I don't know this one too much, but it looks like we had in a split here, reverse split, 1 to 25. So uh, this could come crashing down after the split, but hey, it did make a lift, a reverse split up and getting some lift today. Now the question is, where does it return after this? Zim. Zim integrated shipping. Uh, shipping just hasn't come back. And a lot of this is the ship and freight cost. Um, so if you don't see the ship and freight cost change, we'll have to keep watch to see what happens. Bud is trading good today. Look at Budweiser getting a little bit of a lift. Did Tap come back? Yeah, tap holding the 200-day moving average. This doesn't look too bad. Coors, how's Sam? There you go, Boston Beer. Now you're starting to bottom out a little bit. This one's not too bad. We'll see if it can start getting a little bit of a pushback. All right, Oracle being mentioned in the chat. Oracle is getting a little bit of a lift there and starting to push back. I think it's going to be all about CRMs today. Uh, they got earnings today, so keep that one on your radar. If for any reason CRM's earnings come in bad. Oh, no, it's not CRM. You see, I don't know why I put CRM. Uh, no, it's not Salesforce. It's having earnings today. Is it? Or do I have my – I think I do have it on today's radar. No, it's Oracle that's having the earnings. You see, I flip-flopped those two. Sorry about that, guys. Oracle is having earnings today after the bell, not Salesforce. Salesforce is a little bit down the line. Adobe's coming on up. That's the other one that's coming on up. So Oracle, not a bad day to probably report, um, at least the day before CPI data, right? And it is getting a lift today. We'll see if this was kind of a run into the earnings. I just don't know what happens after the earnings. And of course, earnings are something that you just need to wait to see what happens. Sorry about the confusion there. It's Oracle after earnings tonight, not Salesforce, but Salesforce is something that I would keep on watch um, to see how it performs, right? It's going to perform also with that news that you get out of Oracle. So we'll see how Salesforce kind of keeps pushing or does it break through the down 150? It's not a, a good looking chart right now. All right, let's keep going. Let's take a look. NIO catches an upgrade. Ugh. Yeah, I think this had to have been probably some kind of news that came on out. Of course, uh, everyone's kind of keeping their eyes to see what happened here. Um, but it does look like uh, we did get an upgrade 
I think it was by Deutsch. So let me go ahead and, and catch these uh, comments here. So it looks like uh, NIL getting some lift after Deutsche's bank, Edison Yu, reiterated buy on NIL today. Um, so if you wanted to take a look at that, that's what I would call on out. Definitely take a look at that. So uh, we are getting some lift here in the ratings. Um, let me look at the calendar here, ratings. Trying to look at the NR. There's the analyst ratings. All right, so we got to maintain and we got a price target to 50. Okay, so 50, stepping on up there. Uh, looks like, also looks like Citigroup stepping on up on the 8th. So Citigroup stepped up on the 8th and gave it a 31 price tag. So a lot of upgrades coming in right now. And recently, this had a lot of upgrades. If you take a look here, and I'll show you guys it by Benzinga Pro. Look at all the upgrades that it's had in kind of the last kind of couple of weeks. It's definitely starting to get some of this lift. We'll see if this can continue pushing. Not a bad day there as you're seeing NIO get those ratings upgrades. All right, let's go ahead. Let's go and take one more stock from you guys, and then I'll start wrapping on up here. Uh, let's see what else is being mentioned out there. The cues, cues is not much. And you, Tonerman, wanted me to take a look at it. And you, cheaper stock, trying to get back up there. Financial services stock. Uh, let's look at the weekly. Weekly has it coming on back there. Monthly has it coming on back. It doesn't look too bad. There's just not much there, right? I mean, it, it is going back up, but does it stand out to me? Not really. I mean, it's just kind of a slow grind on up right now. And I just don't like slow moving stocks, especially like this that are cheaper named, right? And so we'll see if this can get back above six. But right now, nothing that I'd be watching. I need to see it start getting into the six. And then it starts looking a little bit better. It tried to do it in the pre-market. You could see it went to the 580s, then rejected that move. Let's see if it gets back to six. That's NU. All right, I'm going to go ahead and start. Uh, coming back on out, Fubo pushing five could run fast from there. Yeah, it's highly shorted, Paul. That's why I can really get the lift there. Um, but they need kind of a bigger move there in their sports book. They really need to kind of get the outlook that they need. It's something that I would keep on on our eyes. It's not something that I say, you know, kind of forget it. It is trying to get back there towards the five and get that next lift. Five is something to watch. If we can close above five, I say it's in play for tomorrow. Let's see. Warren Buffett owns shares of NU. That's good to know, Blug. I didn't even know about that one. I don't know about NU, so I'm going to have to do a little bit more deeper dive into that stock. All right, guys, it's going to do it for me today. I hope you guys enjoyed Stock Market Movers, and I will let you know we will be off on, on Tuesday and Wednesday due to the Cannabis Conference. So if you guys want to check out some of the Cannabis Capital Conference, you guys can check it out right here on Benzinga. Uh, we'll see what happens. Like always, um, I will definitely try to keep up on all the news for you guys. You guys can follow me at MoneyMitchBZ. I'm definitely going to be trying to do some more kind of Twitter action this week since we can't give you guys the show. Keep up with my social so that you guys can keep up on all the action that's going out there. I'm even going to do kind of a short informed of our show on Twitter so that you guys can check that out. So Add me up. We'll see what happens in the market. Definitely battling today. 
Green day so far. Let's see how we end the day. It's looking like we're pushing back towards the high now. Yep, as we're getting back up there. Can we get in close up here? It's been a monster move in the last couple of days for the SPY. Looking to close four days straight green. Streaky markets we've been having lately. Let's see what happens out there. I'll see you next time right here on Stock Market Movers. Hit the like before you get on out.